0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Fit CFO Show. I'm Amanda Hanquist, and together with my husband, Sean, we wanted to create this podcast so that our audience could learn from some of the industry's best fitness professionals and to also give online entrepreneurs a place to learn financial success. We have years of experience in the fitness industry and specialize in finance. Together, we hope to bring you the best of both worlds. We'll be releasing a new episode every single Tuesday morning, so be sure to subscribe and turn on notifications because you don't wanna miss a thing. Morning, everyone. I am here today with Sean. I wanted to bring um, I wanted to bring him on the show today to talk about business. Um, we're nearing the end of 2021, so we thought it'd be a really good idea to talk about first of all, you know, getting your business prepared for the end of the year, and then secondly, getting prepared. A right way just you know kick the year off right so um so i wanted to like i said bring him on here to kind of talk about a lot of this year-end stuff and then we have um I know stick around for the end of the show because we have a year-end kind of giveaway that we are doing that we wanted to announce on here as well. So we should start with ending the year with organized bookkeeping. Um, I guess let's kind of back up. What if somebody has not had a bookkeeper throughout the year? And I don't know if you guys saw my reel on Instagram yesterday, but it's me sitting in like a pile of receipts. (laughs) putting my hand up against the camera, hoping it would just magically get put together and be organized, which we all know I have been there before and that's not how it works. So
1: I've been there before too. (laughs) Like I remember, um, years. I I called that hell week when I was trying to put together. (laughs) It was
0: hell week. It was literally (laughs) hell week. Yes.
1: Um, and honestly it contributed. It was probably the biggest mistakes that I made in business as, as well. Um, Just, it's one of those things that it feels like you can put off and you can put off because there's not necessarily immediate impact or immediate difference in your business. So that obviously gets put in the back burner and then it just gets delayed and delayed until now you're a whole year behind.
0: Or, oh, my, I got to meet with my accountant next week for, to go over tax information. So that's my deadline to have receipts organized and expenses categorized and et cetera. But what is the issue? Well, I guess let's just talk about the main issue with waiting for a particular deadline to enter expenses, gather receipts, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I think it's always good to know where you're at. That's the biggest issue. And, and um, knowing where you're at before the end of the year is a big deal, as in there are some tax um, things that we could do as far as lowering your tax liability. If we have your numbers in place and you're familiar with your numbers, there's some write-offs, there's some business tactics that we could go after before December 31st. And then if you don't get that done before December 31st, you lose that as an option um, to try to save some money on taxes.
0: Right. Yeah. And let me back up because I know that we have a lot of listeners, both in the lifestyle space and both in the, um, the, you know, health and fitness entrepreneurial space. And so what I want to, I guess, um, explain is exactly what Fit CFO is and what Fit CFO does. So Sean, I'm going to let you, I guess, get into that.
1: Yeah. So Fit CFO was, uh, originated as a financial coaching company and where we would organize and help people organize their finances. And and that led us to, hey, we need to find a bookkeeper. We need to find someone to keep this organized so you can outsource that part of the business so you can keep scaling and doing what you do best. So there was a lot of years that we were sending and just outsourcing bookkeeping. And there's a lot that goes with outsourcing because um, businesses change all the time and you want to make sure that your customers are getting taken care of. So some, some things had shifted and I really felt like it was the time to start bringing this in-house to fit CFO. So we have um, actually expanded our services and brought in several accountants that we are also now doing the financial coaching, but we're also doing the bookkeeping, the tax preparation, payroll, HR, um, all the services that a business owner needs and to have one team underneath one roof uh, as a go-to entity for their tax, their finances, understanding everything they need to do to keep growing their business growing their business.
0: And essentially why we did that is out of our own frustrations of realizing um, you know, number one, bookkeeping. Um to me is not something that i enjoy as a business owner. So as you guys know, i did nutrition coaching. I would just keep receipts in a file drawer. At the end of the year, i would put them all these, you know, little tedious, oh, i went on a business trip and had a $300 plane ticket. I should probably enter that into a spreadsheet somewhere or, you know, whatever the case is, whether that was um a receipt for gas or a receipt for a partial phone bill or whatever. I would enter these into like an Excel spreadsheet and literally try to add them up for expenses at the end of the year with no real meaning behind any of that information. I didn't know what reconciliation of my accounts were. I didn't know any of that information. And that essentially is what your bookkeeper is going to do is going to keep that information organized monthly as you go and with, when you have that information organized every single month, then you get these documents. Sean, I'm going to let you explain
1: that. Yeah. So I would have to say it's probably the biggest foundational piece that you could implement in your business. And uh, the three financial documents that every business owner needs to be able to understand is your profit and loss, your balance sheet, and your statement of cash flows, and um, all the three, they kind of mirror together, but they have a different um, place in your business and they mean different things. So by being able to get that report monthly, um, and if you need it uh, like weekly, that's fine too, but typically our client is like on a monthly basis where they review and their numbers, uh, allows you to see trends, it allows to see where you're excelling at in business. It allows to see where you're at on cash versus debts. It allows you to uh, try to get ahead of the game. Um, And you're able to see the trends where when you don't have this data in front of you and you just kind of go off, well, my revenue has been X and my expense has been X. I mean, there's quite a variance when you actually get into the numbers and you see, hey, over the last six months, it does seem like my expenses are trending up. What has happened? Mm -hmm. And and without without having that in front of you, it'd be really hard to identify what is moving the needle in your business or what levers you need to pull
0: right so you're not only able to identify what's working or not working what's coming in and what's going out but it also gives you a clear picture of how your business is actually doing so let's say you're at an event or you're nearing the end of the year like we are now and Um, you're offered an opportunity for a business write-off or an expense that seems really good, right? But if you have this up-to-date data to go off of, you can actually make an educated decision on whether or not that's going to improve the health of your business or not, or negatively affect it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's one of the biggest foundational pieces when I'm working as a CFO with people within their business, like we have to have the whole picture. If not, we just, we're just flying by the seat of our pants and yeah. yeah. So I I feel like that's kind of really changed the game for us. It allows us to know uh, what your numbers should be like with us being focused in the health and fitness space. We understand what uh, a profit margin should be for a typical coach. We understand what revenue should be. We understand what the owner's compensation should be. So if there's something off, we're able to identify it just because we work at the industry and we know what the mass numbers are saying to us.
0: And most businesses, I would say that, you know, are more than a side hustle, Um, have kind of graduated to that next level. Maybe you have coaches under you. Most of you do have an accountant, right? But the reason that we thought it was an important um, time to bring that offering over to Fit CFO is because, Um, we are a company that understands the trends of the industry. We understand what other peers in the industry are doing with their businesses and things that are working or not working. We also understand the fast paceness of the business. Um, And Sean, I know that there's more that you want to say to that.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know how many phone calls I get on um, with younger entrepreneurs that, maybe had made uh five six hundred thousand dollars last year um a very a very like successful business and talking to their CPA their accountant about their goals and what they're doing and they just cannot wrap their head around like now how do you make money? Mm-hmm. Um isn't five six hundred thousand enough like yeah why do you need to make more and that's not the modern entrepreneur like we're growing right. we're moving fast we're making money in different streams different avenues that the typical I would have to say accountant CPA advisor out there just hasn't been used to
0: like a more traditional CPA or a tax strategist, I guess you would say is going to be, um, a little more conservative, slower paced, more, uh, reactive versus proactive to approaches in your business.
1: Oh uh, yeah. So the whole industry in itself is, is, um, reactive, right. Um, It's honestly when it's too late once you're going to your account and your CPA, if you're just doing that come February, March, April to file your taxes, it's it's honestly too late. You have limited options at that time of what you can do to save money on taxes um, to better your business. So if you're not proactively meeting with your uh, financial coach, your advisors, your CPAs throughout the year, I would have to say that you should start because it's a game changer for most businesses.
0: Right. Right. Because you can't help after the fact. And if you're waiting until you have to actually file the paperwork, um, because this is the one thing that was so hard for me to understand because I don't have time to worry about this. Like I I'm working with my clients. I, I am marketing on Instagram. I'm trying to come up with, um, content. I'm trying to you know, learn new strategies for my coaching model. I don't have time to deal with taxes and this and that I have expenses. Like I want to go on this trip to learn more about my coaching. Um, and And so, you know, having a fit CFO literally take all of that over, hand me the information on a monthly basis, give me pointers as to what that information is going to do to do for me. Because when Sean first came to me with these financial documents and said, Hey, you need to look at your financial statement. I'm like, I don't even, I don't, I don't know what those are. I don't really care. What does that mean for me? The fact that it's explained and and I'm like educated in that now, it's, it is a game changer for understanding your business better.
1: Yeah. I, a lot of times like you'll see, Hey, my, my spreadsheet of income and expenses look okay. Um, but at the end of the year or at the end of the day, I don't seem to have any money left over. So if you're just putting income and expenses in that spreadsheet and not looking at the whole picture, um, maybe debt payments, maybe owner's draws, you don't understand where all the money is going. And that usually can answer the question of, okay, this is why you don't have any money left over at the end of the year. This is why you're paying taxes on this amount. That seems like you make a lot of money, but you didn't have any in the bank to pay it.
0: But, but then let's also talk about um, when you, everything's a tax write-off, right? Like from the little Mm -hmm. cup cup of coffee to maybe even getting my, hair and nails done because I'm shooting a photo shoot or something. I don't know. Um, sure. Everything is a tax write-off. So then at the end of the year, I go in and meet with my accountant and it literally looks like I have no money. What is? Mm-hmm. What are the issues with my business not looking
1: profitable? Yeah. Well, there's a lot with not looking profitable and it, and it also comes down to um, with that, a lot of times people get behind in even filing taxes. So When you don't have profitability, you maybe have or have not filed your taxes. You would be surprised at how many people I start working with that cannot get home loans because they don't show any income. So, eliminating all your tax liability means you made no money. Well, Mm -hmm. if you make no money, look at the lender standpoint. If you don't make any money, the lender that's going to borrow you money is like, how is this person going to pay me back? Right. So, there is a difference of being efficient, like paying what you owe Tax the IRS, Yep. right. You got, you got to pay what you owe the IRS, but we don't want to leave them a tip. So right. we find ways around that. Yeah. Um. So you, you think on that aspect, I think that's the biggest hurdle. A lot of people need to uh, overcome. And then also us younger entrepreneurs that a lot of us have virtual businesses, we don't have the brick and mortar business to sell when we're older, right. When we want to retire. Mm-hmm. So if you've made no profits, and you have not created any kind of net worth or any kind of a sellable business, the biggest concern then is where's your paycheck going to come? Not if it's just when you're unable to work anymore. So by showing profits, and that also means you're running a successful business, you can gain um, structure within your entity to create a, you know, create a team, create a product, create something that is sellable down the road. Um, or you can take the excess profits and put in other areas of your life to create a larger net worth so you can be financially independent down the road. So the whole thing just snowballs.
0: Yeah. And these are reasons why it's important to stay ahead of the game all year round. So then each year end time period, like we're in now. So like Sean, when would you say is a good time to start meeting with your um, financial person to to start discussing year end strategies?
1: Yeah, I I would have to say if you're starting now, it's a little late. Um, October fifteenth, you usually have a pretty good idea after, you know, three quarters are done. Like beginning of of the
0: fourth quarter is usually about when you would want to start.
1: Yeah. Say, okay, me, we got, we got three, fourths a year done. Like we know how it's going and then we can start putting projections out there so we can start the ball rolling there. Um, but yet, I mean, even this week, I'm still meeting with a couple of clients that, you know, there's options that we still have that we can lower tax liability. Or in some cases, I got some people that want to buy a home. So we're trying to add income and find ways that we can add to the L so they can show more income. So they mm-hmm. can buy a house.
0: Got it. Got it. So, um, and then also I want to like, I guess, press the pause button here because I know we're going over a ton of information, but I wanted to give you guys a glimpse into exactly what we do. And then over the course of the next 12 months, you guys, we're going to break down each one of these topics in more detail. Um, because I think each one of these has, Um, a place for their very own podcast. But I thought this would be a really good time um, to break, to, I guess, essentially give you a big broad summary of exactly what Fit FIT CFO is and what it can do for your business.
1: Yeah, and I feel like this is pretty, um, a a big topic, yes, that we talked to. But um, one thing I think I, like my superpower is being able to explain it very easily, very simple to the client. So that doesn't sound as overwhelming.
0: Yep. makes it amazing because Sean is very good at breaking things down into easy to understand bite-sized pieces. And, and therefore that's what we built Fit CFO off of is, is really being able to create an understandable model for our clients.
1: Yeah. And the team that we have brought in to Fit CFO um, are very much uh, the same way as, as I am, is yep. being able to explain this very thoroughly. Um, And, and, and it's simple. Everything we're going to do is going to be very simple and easy to understand, but uh, think about this too. Like having the bookkeeping is one thing, but if you don't have an accountability partner or if you don't have someone to maybe be a sounding board, and yeah. have ideas go back and forth, a lot of times nothing happens. The number and the data is just there. So yeah. I challenge you to have an accountability partner, um, have it CFO to be kind of looking over the shoulder a little bit. And then when you know you have to be accountable to someone, usually you make change.
0: Yep. Yep. And the thing is, is, is we as entrepreneurs have a lot of fast ideas, a lot of big ideas, and we want to do it all now and all at once, but let's do it the smart way. Like have a sounding board off of an actual financial professional who can tell you this is going to actually be a very good idea, or you know what, you may want to save this for another time. Um, and, and having, uh, data organized to actually look at. So you're not just, like we said earlier, shooting off the hip of thinking, cool, I'm going to charge, you know, whatever a month for, uh, coaching now, or I'm going to come up with this product and now I'm going to charge $2,000 a month. And then you waste a lot of time and effort and it's crickets when you could have maybe had more educated data behind numbers.
1: Yeah. And and by outsourcing this, it's not going to hold you back one bit.
0: Right. Yep. So we talked about kind of year end things that, you know, you can implement as far as tax saving strategies, because you want to get those things done before December 31st, because uh, you, you can't make 2021 expenses happen in 2022, right? So, um, so those are some of the reasons why you want to have that data ahead of time, have those year end meetings starting to happen in October. Um, so some of you, it is too late, right? Some of you, it's not. Um, but let's talk about, all right. Let's get the new year started off the way that we want to. How, um, you know, ending the year with organized bookkeeping is important, but let's talk about what can we do going forward to start getting organized and ready for 2022?
1: Yeah, there's one thing for certain that I found out it's never too late to get started. I mean, we've um, helped people file three years of tax returns and get caught up. So don't feel like you're just um, lost co- It's like too late. But don't just stick your head in the sand. There is hope. There is someone yeah. that can help. Um, but even if that pass is a shit show and you just want to start fresh on 2022, you can. Uh, we can start January 1st and just work forward. And then you could think in your mind that this is the last time I have to deal with that past. The stuff. last like, time I got to do this. <laughs> the last time I got to do this. and I think you can do it. Just last time. And then now going forward, the future is brighter and it's all putting together for us. So I say just get started uh, January 1st. And even at, uh we have the capacity right now, because we've brought on a good team, if you want to come to us at the end of the, by, before the end of the year, um, we could get your whole year's books done. Very quickly for you. So just reach out. Um, It's never too late to get started.
0: Yes. Um, So I want to talk about the special that we're offering for the one month free uh, if they sign up by December 31st.
1: Wow, that's like right around the corner.
0: It is. It's well, it was nine days on the counter for uh, Christmas this morning with Henley to change the, (laughs) but this will be, this will be aired on Tuesday. So by then it will be literally a
1: week away. So the holiday special, let's get you signed up. We'll give you a month free, um, get organized and work, work with our team. Um, you guys are going to enjoy it and, uh, um, should be a successful 2022.
0: Yep, go to fitcfo.com or you can find this in the show notes or um, you can go to our Instagram. It'll be linked there as well, but you can get signed up through um, fitcfo.com. And then um, let's see, a couple of one more other thing I wanted to talk about that I made a post on earlier, and we'll probably talk about this more in January because they are due by January 31st. Wow. And every month, you guys, I want to give you just kind of a little reminders in the financial industry of just little things that you need to be aware of as a business owner. And one of those things for January is going to be 1099s. So let's talk a little bit about 1099s, what they are, who needs them and why I need what like why
1: I need to send them out. Okay, so first and foremost, before you can even send your 1099, you have to get a W9 for your subcontractors. So many people hire on contractors. And they just start paying them. And then they they never get the W-9, which is basically personal information. So, so W-9 actually,
0: is an IRS form that you can download from Google. You just literally Google yeah. W-9 and you can uh, download the PDF. You can send it to your subcontractor and it basically and, has their name, address, social security number, and uh, all that information on there. And
1: And don't pay them until you get that back. Because yep. once they get paid and they get used to get paid, then they can delay it and, and not get it back to you. I've seen coaches- uh, Because you're,
0: them- you're the one on the line for not having the information, not them.
1: Yeah. Yep. And you don't have to file that information anywhere. You just need that information to be able to issue a 1099 mm-hmm. by January 31st. So that was kind of first and foremost that I see missed a lot. And then we can't even issue the 1099 and then the 1099s don't even get out. And then you could get a penalty for that if the IRS would audit that. Yeah,
0: and make sure it's updated because a lot of uh, nutrition coaches and people that don't have um, brick and mortar uh, they move a lot, so yeah. make sure the addresses are updated frequently.
1: Yeah, so I think that is uh, pretty cool. And then also a lot of clients that maybe um, haven't had bookkeeping or haven't had a good job of keeping track. Sometimes the amounts are off. Mm-hmm. Um, just just verify your amounts that you paid them in twenty twenty one and get that sent out by January thirty first. If you outsource that to like the CFO, or even if you work with another accountant, they can usually handle that for you. Just make sure it gets done. Yep, um, because you can get penalized. But one another 1099 um, that I see a lot of coaches are missing are is the 1099k is which you receive as the coach working with the merchant, your payment merchant.
0: Oh yeah. So, okay. So yeah. like if you're working with Stripe or who else or mm-hmm. some other merchants, that's so a lot of I'm times.
1: Hearing. A lot of times. Okay. I got my Stripe, I, Stripe I'm reporting, but I'm only taking like 20% of my business from PayPal or Venmo. And I'm just not going to report that as business income. Um, the problem is, is they're getting a little bit stricter on the 1099 K they're actually lowering the amounts for the requirements for merches, merchants, merchants having to send that Dave- out.
0: I think PayPal used to be like twenty thousand a year or something before
1: they had them, right? Yeah, yeah. So people could kind of escape under the, you know, that amount. Right. But now uh, there's new tax law coming out. I think it's six hundred. I believe right. it's going to right because I and think six
0: hundred is the minimum of receiving income
1: that you have to claim. Yeah. So, so what's going to happen is the IRS is going to send that ten ninety nine or the, the vendor, the merchant, is also going to send that ten ninety nine k to the IRS. Mm-hmm. And then it when you to send match. your taxes and you send your taxes and your overall income does not match, that's going to be a red flag for an audit. Yeah. So uh, I guess I just wanted to like, that's probably one of the things that I see pretty common, um, just a little bit of income going underneath the table, which Mm -hmm. now could get you in a bunch of trouble.
0: Yeah. So so the 1099K comes from the merchant where you're getting the funds from, collected from, Mm -hmm. and then you need to issue a 1099 to your subcontractors that are different than W-2 employees. Yes, ma'am. So um, a 1099 contractor is, let's say that you have a coaching company, you have somebody underneath of you taking on some of your clients, coaching them for you. That would be a subcontractor. You're paying them per client or whatever the deal is that you worked out with them.
1: Yes. Yep. Wow. We got deep in a hurry.
0: We did in 28 minutes.
1: <laughs> Actually, I don't even
0: think it was that long because we're having internet trouble.
1: <laughs> so, so I do apologize for all you that just are listening for fitness tips and tricks. Um, <laughs> you
0: know, this is good information too, for um, just financial information in general as well. So yeah, I don't, think it's, I don't think we've totally wasted your half hour <laughs> of time. Um, but uh, next week we will have more amazing guests to talk about uh, coaching and nutrition and fitness tips. But once a month, we want to make sure we are bringing on financial information, whether that is through um, maybe the wealth advisory side, the fit CFO, uh, bookkeeping tax prep, and um, CFO side of things and, or, uh, whether that's like an accountant or, you know, whatever we decide to have on the show. But I think each month we are going to try to start bringing, um, some really good financial information to you.
1: All righty. Well, super cool. Thanks for having me on.
0: All right. Thank you. Bye All right, guys. Bye. Talk to you in the next one. If you like this episode, please be sure to tune in every single Tuesday morning. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on your notifications so you don't miss a beat. We'd love it if you'd share this podcast, your Instagram story, Facebook page, or any of your other social media platforms so that we can help others out there become the best versions of themselves. We so appreciate you listening in and until next time, keep your goals high, but keep each step attainable.